Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the podcast, Articulating, a bi-weekly podcast where we will center and continue to cultivate the stories of Black and brown people who are negotiating independent school culture and where they go from here. My name is Gina Parker Collins. I am the mom of two independent school scholars and founder of Resources in Independent School Education better known as Rise, and I'm coming to you from somewhere in my house in New York. Ooh, yes, and my name is Sam Osborne. I'm an independent school alum, Rise volunteer, and creative. I was previously a New York City fundraiser living in Brooklyn, and now I am pursuing my MBA at the Wharton School of Business. And we're here to talk about the challenges, celebrate the wins, and introduce you to some really great folks you need to know about. Sam, I, 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 we did it. I mean, I, am, I can't believe we did it, but we did it. I remember last summer, the summer of racial reckoning, this pandemic summer, I get an email from you. And we had not been in touch for quite some time. But I was delighted to know that you were still keeping up with RISE as an independent school alum, that you were checking for us, that you were checking in on us, and said that RISE needed a sibling. And that sibling was a podcast. And I had been thinking about a podcast, and I just did not want to put one more thing on my plate. I wasn't sure if, you know, a a podcast would, would make sense. And you convinced me that it would. And from the summer through, you know, January, we were playing around with it, just trying to get it perfect, just trying to get it right. Who would be our guest? How do we get this up on SoundCloud and and Apple and all of that? And we were kind of working ourselves into a tizzy and didn't really do anything until the new year approached. And we just said, let's just go for it. We don't have to be perfect at this. We don't have to, we just have to articulate. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, I I love that we've carried that from episode one up until this point, Uh, letting go of the need for perfection. Um, And I'm just so amazed by, you know, the strides we've made, the communities we've touched, the voices that we've amplified. Um, and, And that's all, you know, because of our shared vision, just the conversations we've been having since last summer. Um, so, you know, thank you so much for embarking on this journey with me. I'm, I'm really excited for coming episodes. Um, what, what have been the highlights for you? I, I feel like we gotta, I, I feel like we have to just go like episode by episode. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I think that makes sense. I mean, I I feel like we've done it for a whole school year, but we've actually only been doing this since January. (laughs) And, And we've been blown away by the fact that everybody that we ask to be a guest has said like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So that has not been as hard as we, we, we thought it would be. And as a result, we've had some fantastic, fantastic guests. So 
who do we want to kick off with? I mean, so well, we have to start with a Kim. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we yep. have to start off with a Kim St. Omer, um, our, our very first podcast guest. You know, a Kim is one of the highlights of my independent school career, getting to know him as an educator, um, as an independent school alum. He um, he's preach, you know, and whenever he has participated with uh, Rise, whether through a webinar or, you know, some sort of event, and, and, and there have been many, people just listen to him. And I can't wait for him to start his, his own podcast because he's a tremendous and gifted speaker. He lives and breathes this independent school experience and articulates it so well. So we had a lot of fun with him. He's just awesome. Awesome. Absolutely. I co-signed that. And then our second guest was Nina Hamlin, uh, head of admissions at Greenwich Academy. Um, and I just remember that was, I don't know about you, but it was kind of a tense episode because we, we released that basically around the time of notifications. And she really, she put me at ease and I wasn't even applying for anything, but it, it was just so great to have that voice to sort of walk through the psychology of an admissions person and what they're thinking, why, you know, their decisions behind wait lists. So I, I really hope to see her again um, for, for some other iteration of the admissions conversation. Oh, totally. I mean, I speak with a lot of admission directors and one of the things that Nina set me straight on uh, was that no, when you get a no, and I always tell people, oh, it's just reapply, reapply. And, and she, she took a step back. She helped me take a step back and, and, and question that. If it's a no, you might want to really think about why it's a no before you reapply. Um, just have some thought behind that. Um, that's not the same as a wait list. And most people think that a wait list is a no, a nice no. But in fact, it is just the opposite. If we had the room for you, we'd have you. We would ask you to be part of the community and, and we just might have some room. So, so you just have to wait it out. That's different than no. So, you know, folks out there, if you do get a no, let's rethink about it before you just reapply. Yes, yes. And then for the next episode, we had the great Nathaniel Garcia. Um, alum uh, of the Browning School. Mm -hmm. We love Nat. He was so, I mean, I, I mean, his commitment to the school is just really inspiring. Um, first as an alum, but then as a Panthers mentor. And now apparently, mm -hmm. I, I saw the news, he's now a member of the Board of Trustees since uh, we sure recorded is. that episode. Wow. Yeah, and not only that, not only that, you know, he's been behind the scenes with the research for the COVID vaccine with Pfizer. So yes. let's add that to his plate. Let's also add that my favorite coffee shop, uh, Moss Cafe in the Riverdale section of the Bronx, uh, the barista said to me, you know, I've been following you guys um, on Instagram and you interview my friend, Nat. And I'm like, 
which what are you, who you're talking about? No, no, it is that Nathaniel. So it's a white woman who, who knows Nathaniel, went to school, went to college with him, and got to know about articulating through our interview with him. I thought that was look super at cool. that. Was, I know. Wow. <laughs> Nat gets around. He gets around, and uh, we we were delighted to have him as a guest for sure. So who's next on our list? We Who else had, did we have? Uh, Dr. Uh, Ettinger Critchlow. Ettinger, yes, Dr. Mar Marta Ettinger Critchlow. Yeah, you know, she is a bright spot, an independent school mom, um, a professor who heads up um, African-American studies uh, somewhere in the CUNY space. Uh, she is also a producer of a really great program and um, about black girls in play, right? And we had her on to talk about curriculum because we're in this um, evolutionary space in our independent schools around curriculum. I, along with other thought leaders and parent leaders in partnership with our schools have been pushing for more equitable and inclusive, culturally responsive, anti-racist curriculum. And so we just thought it was important to have her on because we've been getting some pushback um, from some of our peer parents in independent schools, our white peer parents, not all of them, but um, they have a strong voice in opposition to this work. And uh, we needed Marta on to talk about the importance and the value of equitable and inclusive curriculum and what that looks like and how we can get to that, how we as parents can um, be partners in pushing for that. And so I think, you know, it'd be worth listening to again, particularly now because of the pushback uh, to reinforce our position. Um, and that position is about facts and truth and love and just expanding the narrative of who brings value to the table. So we had part one and part two. And it was also around fences because that was the time when the article um, came out about a black family who was being asked to leave their school community um, because of their pushback against the way fences was being treated in curriculum. So I enjoyed that time with Marta. Again, it was so much information we had to create two episodes out of that. Yeah, and you know what? Two episodes was not enough. So I'm really hoping to have her back because I think one thing she does so well is unpack, uh, unpack literature, but also unpack the trauma of teaching and learning some of this literature. And I, I could totally mm -hmm. see maybe like future episodes, we do a deeper dive in some of those works she talked about. Fences, uh, Bluest Eye, um, so many, so many things. I just want to spend more time with her to talk about. That was yeah, she's she's a delight. She really is a delight. That's I on the wish her. list. Yeah. And then we yes. had then we had Eddie Moore Jr. And that one Dr. Eddie Moore, Dr. Eddie. Dr. Eddie, my gosh. I, I mean, so this one, I would say he's probably um the most hype profile speaker that we've had, you know, nationally and internet, as far as in, national and international recognition, right? Mm -hmm. So yes. I was, I was surprised, I'll be honest with you, 
that he would um, grace us with his presence, um, just because yeah. he's very busy right now. Like if you look at, you know, all the initiatives coming down the pipeline. Um, but that hour, quite honestly, it, it was just like, so honestly, it just sort of felt like catching up with a friend. Um, and I was laughing, I was tearing up, I was feeling charged, like I could take on the world. And he really just like listening to him talk, it really like took me on this like roller coaster ride. Um, and meanwhile, I'm like so nervous. I'm like, like, what's a smart question to ask him? But no, he was he was wonderful. And, and that was coming yeah. kind of on the heels of a lot of really um, uh, upsetting uh, news articles that were coming out and just, you know, unpacking anti-racism um but but it was really great to sort of you know digest all of that and process all of that in real time with um dr eddie moore jr yeah and he and he was the one to digest and process it with because he is uh he's a soldier you know he's our brother um that is really in the trenches around the work with his white privilege conference, with his contributions and leadership, with uh, two amazing pieces of literature, you know, um, the guide for white women who teach black boys and its complimentary um, book focusing on black girls and independent school education and supporting them and understanding what the lived experiences of black girls are in our schools. And it's, it's, Ooh, it's, uh, it's uh, rather unsettling, but we need that information out here so that we can best support them. And so, you know, he, you know, and he keeps it straight. He's straight, no chaser. My favorite part of that interview, and we actually took that as a video, um, was when he said, you know, I like my, I like my racism, like I like my cognac, strong. You know, because at least that. I know what I'm working with, <laughs> right? I, I know what I'm working with. Don't, you know, don't hide behind anything. Just, you know, bring it to me so that we can confront it, dialogue about it or not. And either way, I'm still here to make this world a better place. And it really is born out of love. Right. But he's definitely a strong force. And I'm and I'm really proud to to call him friend, to have him lead. Uh, many of our communities and to be our podcast guest. So that was a good one. That was a real good one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. who do we have next? Dr. Christina, yes, the parent Dr. whisperer. Christina. Yeah, we all had yes. so for that one. We all had a glass of wine. Did you see that? <laughs> we did. Friday we night. did it on a Friday night. It was our date night. Yes. And um, Dr. Christina is an independent school mom, but she also is this amazing professional um, when it comes to parenting and gives tremendous tips on how to best parent um, and to understand that parents are human beings and we need to operate from that um, position in as we engage with our children uh, and creating all of these wonderful best practices that are like, huh, yeah, you know, you just made my day a lot lighter. You made me feel a lot more confident um, about being a parent and being vulnerable, right? I think that's what she does an awesome job of is yeah. allowing us to be vulnerable and being human beings. And we talked a lot about self-care, 
right? And I will tell you that after that, <laughs> that podcast interview, I think I've taken three sojourn, not, I don't think I did. I took three sojourns on my own just to provide myself with the self-care that I needed as a mom, as, um, you know, founder of Rise, just doing this work. There's a lot of heavy lifting with this work around equity and inclusion. And I'm just so thankful for her. She has a wonderful Instagram page. So I encourage everybody to check out Dr. Christina, the parent whisperer for your, um, your daily nutrition of parenting. Yeah. She was awesome. Absolutely. Yes. I'm also such a huge fan of her daughter who's uh, very present on the social with her in these conversations. And I, I just love that. It, it's a family effort and, you know, the way that she empowers her child uh, to also lead this work, even elementary school, middle school is just really inspiring. And I really hope to take a page out of her book. Yes. So that's Beyond Family Limits, Beyond Family Limits on yes. Instagram. Check her out. And speaking Thanks, of Dr. children, Christina. yes, yes. And speaking of children, we had uh, Mapate Diop as our next guest. And this one was the most surprising episode for me, only because I think I went into it, I didn't realize how much I was projecting my own upbringing onto Mapate in, in that I had just, you know, assumed that with him pursuing this creative career after Riverdale, that there might be, you know, friction or pushback from his family in the way that, you know, traditionally you hear a lot of, you know, these children of immigrants that they receive. Um, but, you know, he was just so authentically himself and he has been his whole life, you know, through self-expression, through his speech, everything, through how he talks about his culture, um, just so comfortably himself. Um, and I just, I, that was just so inspiring to me. And I, I think that episode, it's one of those episodes that speaks to anyone in this stage of the independent school process. If you're an alum, if you're a family member, a student, um, an educator, um, just the idea that it is 100% okay to be yourself and you can actually, uh, make it a business, a thriving business that is, you know, not only making a profit, but also, you know, turning that profit back to the community through social justice efforts. Um, so that, so that was a really powerful episode. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and his, and, and have your parents be very supportive because his mother is very helpful in um, making sure that he gets an opportunity to have a diverse uh, set of fabrics from Africa to, you know, use as prints for his, um, for the masks and for the bucket hats. And, you know, people, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a prize that we have. Um, Diop has offered bucket hats um, for anyone who comes up with the best response or our favorite response to how we respond to, you sound so articulate. You know, we've heard that many times, many of us. And we're really curious, how do you respond to that? What's your response? We have one great response already from 
Dr. Christina, of course, and um, but we want some more out there. So please make sure that you, you know, join this contest so that you can win a bucket hat. I mean, it's the summertime. Who doesn't want a bucket hat, right? Great fabrics. I'm sure protection. his mom picked those out. Yeah, some yeah. sun protection. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and some coolness too, some coolness. So we're excited yeah. about that um that that prize so please you know check it out let us know let us know so who was next on our on our episode dr tom kelly oh yeah dr kelly yes <laughs> you know um yeah well you know like i think it, it bears repeating it's, it's worth repeating that we at articulating one to lift the voices of black and brown stakeholders in independent school education, um, to expand the narrative, to just introduce folks who are thinking about independent school, currently enrolled in independent schools, just curious about what Gina and Sam are talking about, the opportunity to hear different voices um, in this independent school experience. Uh, black and brown voices. So Dr. Kelly, Dr. Tom Kelly, who is head of school at Horace Mann happens to be white, right? So just, you know, go figure. And um, so yeah. he was our first white uh, guest. Uh, and, um, but more than that, he's family. I, 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 you know, I'm crazy about Tom. He's also known as TK by many of the students. He is an exceptional, courageous, personable, smart leader. And we interviewed him at a time of uncertainty. Again, with the pushback to the advancements around uh, curriculum being more um, culturally responsive, he was that voice that we needed to hear to reassure us that this work is not going anywhere. It is relevant work. And his goal is to make sure that his school community remains relevant and he's going to do what is right and what is just. So I always enjoy listening to Tom and you know, we do have another head of school who has asked for the transcript of that podcast to share with the, their board of trustees in an effort to um, see what how other leaders are positioning themselves. So, you know, that has become, uh, that podcast is becoming a best practice, you know, uh, uh, an evergreen, I guess you could call it, podcast for um, leadership to listen to. Definitely. I'm excited about that. Yeah, and I, I really hope, you know, if you're listening and you want to engage in that dialogue, please also reach out because, you know, this isn't something, we don't want things to be under lock and key. I think there are practices to be shared um, across institutions for sure. Um, I, I think another great thing about um, Tom Kelly was, about Dr. Kelly was just, you know, the way that he, juggles his stakeholders. I think that there's been a lot of uh, tension when it comes to administrators just juggling stakeholders. And you, when you hear about it, you think to yourself, okay, you, you know, you just want to make a dollar. So like you're juggling the stakeholders, but maybe you prioritize the ones with the uh, money bags, right? But for him, it's, mm -hmm. it's just so interesting to like, 
for him, it's a no-brainer, right? Uh, DEI work is a no-brainer. It is a priority. And so it was so interesting just hearing him, uh, like how he pushes back and how he doubles down. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. As an administrator and also as a parent. Um, so yes. you know, it was just really great to hear to hear his experience yeah. as head of school. Our girl, our girls are at Brown together, so we have um, that connection outside Ooh. of our independent school experience. He's just a really great dude, you know, no question about it. Like, um, you know, many of our other heads of school, Dominic Randolph, who happens to be my head of school, has been really tremendous too. And we need to get him on um, next uh, next school year for sure. Yeah. We'll 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 reach out. So Kim Moore Gaffney, KWG, <gasps> my Howard girl, uh, our Basenji girl. Yes, yeah. she too has a, a Basenji named Copper um, that we found out <laughs> when we kept hearing, what is that sound we're hearing? And she's like, oh, it's my dog. And uh, she said he's an African butt. And that's all she had to get out of her mouth before I said, hold on, wait a minute. I scooped up Apollo. My African Basenji and her eyes were like, oh my God, because not many people have Basenjis, right? You know, they're a very unique dog. Um, So that was, that was really cool to kick off our podcast with her. Yeah. Uh, And that was, I think like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm like in my pajamas. Oh yeah, it was early. Gina gets up and I'm like, okay, this better be, she's, Gina better not come back with like a picture or something. She came back with a whole dog holding it like a baby. <laughs> oh, hilarious. But no, yeah. Kim was amazing. I, 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 I keep telling people, Kim is now the best friend in my head. Um, she just has such a great approach to DEI work. Um, I just mm-hmm. love that she has it down almost to a science. Um, and everything, you know, the way she approaches everything, everything's backed up with research, with data, um, with, you know, best practices. I I don't know how she's doing it right now. Like, you know, it is a multi-campus institution. I really don't know how she does it, but apparently- Multinational, multinational, uh, Brazil and China and and the U.S. And counting, which is so crazy. Um, so I, I just really applaud her work, her commitment, which, you know, even before she was global director of DEI, she was a parent doing this work. So, you know, it, it's really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was a good episode. Uh, so that was our last episode. And so the summer is here. Right. So what are we doing during the summer? We are we are actually going to um, allow for an articulating takeover for the entire summer. And we are inviting student voices, students to lead this podcast over the summer. I'm really excited about that. Uh, We need to hear from our students. That is why we're here. That is the investment that we're making. They are living this independent school experience five days a week. And if they're at boarding school, seven days a week. And they have stories to tell. And so last summer kicked off the Blacks at um, campaign. And we want to, um, through articulating, 
allow our students to articulate not just the, the pain and the trauma and the challenges, but the joys and the interests that they have outside of school and where they see themselves in the next 10 years and, uh, you know, sharing their leadership styles at their schools, what they've been able to do to have an impact. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, so do stay tuned. If you would like to share your story, of course, we're still accepting. Um, we're still accepting, so do let us know. Um, what's the best way for them to reach us, Gina? I think it should be through our Instagram page. If you go to Instagram and leave us a message, so it's articulating, at articulating, and that is spelled A-R-T-I-C period, U-L-A-T-I-N-G. Um, so if you go to at articulating and message us, we'll get it. And we'll get back in touch with you. Just make sure you leave your contact information and you'll hear from Sam or I over the summer. Are summer you excited break. for summer, Sam? I'm so excited. Yes. Hey, oh, wait a second. And we, you know what? Congratulations, Sam, Mantha, Samantha Osborne on your graduation from the Wharton School of Business. You know, y'all, Sam did all of this. Right, came back every two weeks, leading. She's a great copy editor, I will add. Um, so she's been doing all of the copy for our intros and outros. And she did all of that while finishing up her degree at Wharton. Congratulations, girl. Thank you, Gina, thank you. And, you know, thank you also just for, you know, the flexibility you've had, the patience that you've had, um, often having to, you know, take on way more than this, than you probably expected in this joint effort, but I promise I'm gonna pay you back uh, with uh, hard work. Oh, we're gonna jump back. Girl, <laughs> that is mutual. That is mutual. We are, and, and we had such a good time that we're gonna continue this work with articulating. So we'll be back in September, listen out over the summer for our students. We'll be engaging through Instagram for sure though. And just thank you, everybody, for listening in, giving us such great feedback. This has been an awesome, awesome experience. I, I want to ask you one last question, uh, you know, since we put that out there in our community for a chance to win the bucket hat. Um, how, did, how have you responded when someone has said to you, you sound so articulate? Okay, here's what I like to say. I like to say, thanks, you too. What do you think? <laughs> I like that. No, that is perfect. That is perfect. I you love like that, that response. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna give my response because that one just that's yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna say. Me too. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. you. You sound articulate as well. All right, on that note. We're just going to sign off and say happy summer, everyone. Be safe out here. We're, we're, we're coming out of this pandemic and, uh, you know, enjoy the summer because we deserve a really good one. Have a good summer, guys. Bye. Love y'all. Right. Bye. Love you guys. Thanks so much, Sam. Thanks, Bye.